You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. You have entered the Serve Strong, Finish Strong podcast the show for 40 and 50 year olds who are pursuing their next adventure. I'm your host, Scott Kokenauer, and I am really glad that you're listening. Steve Jobs, a book written by Walter Isaacson, is a biography detailing the life of Apple co-founder Steve Jobs, who was forced to leave the company in 1985 who later returned in 1997, transforming Apple into one of the most successful technology companies in history. I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, a book by Maya Angelou. This autobiography recounts her traumatic childhood, facing racism and personal hardships. But despite these difficulties, she became a renowned author, poet, and civil rights activist, making a lasting impact on literature and society. David McCullough wrote a book, The Wright Brothers. This is a biography that tells the story of Wilbur and Orville Wright, who faced numerous setbacks and challenges in their pursuit of flight. But despite these obstacles, they persevered, and they ultimately changed the world of transportation and aviation. In fact, Did you know that the Wright brothers, who were the inventors of the first successful airplane, faced countless, countless challenges before they soared to the skies? Their story is a true testament to perseverance and determination. Wilbur and Orville Wright, two self-taught engineers from Dayton, Ohio, embarked on a journey to revolutionize the world transportation. Despite having limited resources and formal education, their passion for flight fueled their relentless pursuit of innovation. The brothers faced numerous setbacks, including failed prototypes and financial struggles. And skepticism from their peers and society only added to their challenges. Yet they refused to give up. They relied on their ingenuity and resilience to push forward. And in December of uh, 1903, their hard work paid off. They achieved the first controlled, sustained, and powered flight in their aircraft, the Wright Flyer. And this remarkable achievement not only transformed their lives, but also changed the course of our history. And so the Wright brothers' inspiring journey reminds me that no obstacle is insurmountable with determination and grit. I encourage you, as we go into this podcast, to embrace your spirit of innovation as you chase your next adventure so that you finish strong and leave a lasting impact on the world. There are typical sources of life disruption that we all face at some time or another. I'm going to list 10, all right? The first one is job loss or career change. Losing a job, experiencing a demotion, or making a significant career change can disrupt your life and require adaptation to new circumstances. Man, do I relate to that. 
in June of 2015, when we had to close the family business, which was 44 years old at the time, I was a 50-year-old and suddenly without a career. The journey that that placed me into was not pretty. And maybe we'll get into that a little bit later. Number two, divorce or relationship breakdowns. The end of a significant relationship such as divorce or breakup can cause emotional turmoil and it requires adjustments in various aspects of life. Number three, health issues or disability. Sudden or chronic health problems, injuries, or the onset of a disability can significantly impact a person's day-to-day life, affecting their physical, emotional, and financial well-being. Number four, the loss of a loved one. Grieving the death of a family member or close friend, this can be a deeply distressing experience with lasting effects on your emotional state and daily life. Number five, financial difficulties. Unexpected challenges like debt or bankruptcy can disrupt a person's life and lead to stress, to lifestyle changes, and make it difficult to make decisions. Number six, natural disasters or accidents. When you experience a natural disaster such as a flood or hurricane or tornado or an earthquake, or being involved in a serious accident can also cause significant change and require a rebuilding and recovery process. Number seven, moving or relocating. When you move to a new city, a state, or a country, it can disrupt your established routines, relationships, and support networks, requiring you to adapt to new surroundings and circumstances. Number eight, parenthood or changes in your family structure. The birth of a child, adoption, or changes in family dynamics can lead to significant life disruptions and require adjustments in responsibilities and priorities and routines. Number nine, mental health challenges. When you experience a mental health issue such as depression or anxiety or addiction, it can significantly impact your daily life and your overall well-being. And number 10, a global crisis or a societal change, like large-scale events such as the pandemic, political upheaval, or economic recession can create a widespread disruption in many people's lives, affecting their employment, their relationships, and sense of stability. Now, I've just listed 10 typical sources of life disruption that we all face at some point. Think about those 10 and think about your own life as you listen to this podcast. Have you gone through a job loss or a career change? Have you been through a divorce or a relationship breakdown? Perhaps you're dealing with a health issue or a disability. Maybe you've lost a loved one or you're experiencing financial difficulties or you're still trying to pull yourself back together after a natural disaster or an accident. Maybe you've had to move or relocate. Maybe you are now a parent or maybe a surprised parent with a a child you didn't expect to have, or there's some significant change in your family structure. Maybe you're wrestling with mental health challenges like depression or anxiety, or maybe 
three years after the pandemic, you're still trying to put your pieces together. Think about your life and where you are relative to the life disruption that you have faced. So you got your disruption in your mind? Okay, let's look at five lessons that we can learn about transformation from the Wright brothers story. Okay, remember, they had numerous challenges, skepticism by all the people around them. What did they do to transform even in the midst of all of that heartache and all that difficulty that they were experiencing? Number one, perseverance. I know you've probably heard perseverance before. Persevere, persevere, just keep going. The Wright brothers faced numerous setbacks and numerous failures, but they never gave up. Their persistence ultimately led to their groundbreaking success. And we can learn to keep pushing forward even in the face of adversity. Now, what does perseverance look like? It means a lot simpler than it may seem. Perseverance means continuing to take the next step. That's it. Take the next step. Number two, embrace learning and experimentation. The Wright brothers were self-taught engineers who constantly researched, experimented, and they learned from their mistakes. To transform yourself and your next adventure journey, You need to be open to learning and testing ideas and adapting based on what you're finding. You've, if you followed me at all, if you're a client of mine, you know that I am a big, big advocate of reflecting. Step back, notice what is going on. Ask yourself, what do I know now that I didn't know a week ago, two weeks ago? 12 weeks ago. Embrace learning and experimentation. Number three, collaborate and engage in teamwork. Wilbur and Orville Wright worked together. They leveraged each other's strengths and complemented each other's skills. Their collaboration was essential to their success, and we can learn to collaborate effectively with others to achieve our goals. Think about the people around you. Of course, there will always be those who uh, are will not support you. Maybe they don't support you and they're saying it's for your own good. Maybe they don't want you to be disappointed. I think it's really important to find one or two or a group of people who have your best interest at heart, who will encourage you. And even maybe in get engaged in your next adventure and be the source of skill and proficiency that you lack. Listen, we are all muddled geniuses. We are genius at several things. Each one of us, every one of you listening to this has genius. You're very good at some things. You are also very not good at other things. I'm not good at a lot of things, but I have developed some skills and I have some 
natural talent at some other things. But when you get complementary geniuses, complementary muddled geniuses together, they act as though like they're, like they're two pieces of a puzzle, right? When you put a puzzle together, you have lots of pieces that in individually, when you look at them, they only show part of the big picture. But as you add a second piece and a third piece and a fourth piece, now you begin to see what the creator of the puzzle intended that to be. When you collaborate and engage in teamwork on your journey, that insulates you from the setbacks, the failures that you will face. That's number three. Number four, ignore the naysayers. The Wright brothers faced skepticism and doubt from their peers and from society. Yet despite this, they continued to persevere and pursue their dreams. And we can learn to stay focused on our goals and our aspirations, even when others doubt and have nothing good to say about what we're doing. Maybe they are doubting your abilities or even the feasibility of your aspirations. I say, ignore them. Number five, we learn from the Wright brothers patience and a long-term perspective. Now this is challenging in our world because we can hop on the internet right from our phone and with the swipe of our thumb can instantly find the score to last night's baseball game or the the weather in New York City or you know show me the cathedral in Rome that I want to see instantly and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much in our world today that lends itself to instant gratification. My wife and I had finished a, an episode of a series we were watching on Netflix, and you know it's got some great music in the outro of the episode, and we're just enjoying that. And yet now that little thing at the bottom right of the screen says next episode in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Five, four, three, two, one. And all of a sudden we're into the next episode and it didn't finish that beautiful music from the ending of the episode we were watching. And I sit back and I think there's no break. It's just constant and immediate stimulation. If you're going to persevere, if you're going to achieve your aspirations and stay true to your goal on your journey, there is going to need to be a healthy measure of patience and long-term perspective. Developing the first successful airplane was a time-consuming process for the Wright brothers. They understood that achieving their vision would take time and they remained patient through the journey. And we can learn to be patient and maintain a long-term perspective when working toward our journey to our next adventure. I work with many clients. And these clients are brave, they're courageous, and they are pursuing something that they know is what they need to do 
to ensure that they're right in line with their purpose and their meaning. And they're setting themselves up and living their greatest life. Many of them are, are in their third quarter and they're setting up and already living a fantastic life. Some of them are in their fourth quarter and they're living a fantastic fourth quarter and they're going to start, they're going to finish strong. And I salute those clients who stick with it. But I also know that it is not easy. And I bet if you were at the time of the Wright brothers, you would have a better well-rounded perspective of what they've gone through. I think there were days when they wanted to give up. I really do. I, I don't think, you know, to look at the Wright brothers from this perspective, we pick out all the stuff that they did. Like I just did in the last segment, you know, the, the perseverance, the embracing learning, collaboration, ignoring naysayers and patience and long-term perspective. Sure. They probably had all that, but I bet there was some stuff they really struggled with. And I want to list for you now, 10 things that we face inside of us for the most part when we're trying to do something courageous. The first is a fear of failure. We fear failing and it causes us to hesitate or avoid taking risks, which may prevent us from persisting toward our next adventure. Number two, a lack of motivation. Sometimes we just lack the motivation to keep going. Maintaining motivation over time can in fact be challenging, especially when you're face to face with a Goliath and that obstacle or that setback is seemingly insurmountable. This can lead to a decrease in persistence. Number three, self doubt, doubting your abilities or the feasibility of your next goal or your overall aspiration can undermine persistence as you may question whether your efforts are actually worthwhile. We all go through this. I encourage you to, to look up this uh, concept called the emotional cycle of change. We won't go into that now, but what it basically says is we go into a journey with great excitement and what, and what is known as uninformed optimism. But then we start looking at all of the sacrifice and the hard work necessary to reach what we were excited about reaching. And we quickly go into what is called informed pessimism. And it gets worse because we actually, you know, when you start to make those changes and those sacrifices, but you don't see the results yet, then you move into another stage, which is the valley of despair. And that's when most of us give up. We have all given up on some sort of a dream because we just had a lot of self-doubt. Number four, burnout. Continuously pushing yourself without taking breaks leads to physical and mental exhaustion, and that makes it difficult to maintain your persistence. Number five, external pressures. The expectations of society or your peers or other external factors can discourage persistence if they conflict with your goals and your values. Look, if you're serious about changing, then you don't change in a vacuum. 
And if you're improving and developing, you're going to change the nature of your relationships with those closest to you because they're used to the way you were. So you have to understand there are external pressures. Number six, limited resources. If you don't have enough time, money, or resources, this may create barriers to persistence as you may struggle to devote the necessary effort to achieve your goals. Number seven, lack of clear goals or direction. You have to have a clear understanding of where you're headed. What are your aspirations and the goals that will help you get there? If you don't know that, it's going to be difficult to maintain focus and persistence. Number eight, procrastination. This is the tendency to delay the important tasks or decisions, and that hinders persistence. You struggle to make up, make consistent progress toward your goals if you procrastinate. Number nine, distractions. Competing priorities or distractions make it challenging to stay persistent as you may find it difficult to focus on your goals when you're facing a lot of other demands. And finally, number 10, difficulty accepting setbacks. Some people struggle to cope with setbacks. They think it's all or nothing. If I can't get there, I give up. You need to normalize setbacks because there will be setbacks. I'm reminded of a Olympian coach, coach of Olympian athlete. And the athlete was talking about having a very bad day. Everything was going wrong. And the coach pulled her aside and said, you know, look, there's this rule of thirds whenever we're trying to pursue something significant. A third of the time, everything you touch is gold. Everything you touch turns to gold and it goes perfectly well. Then there's a third of the time when everything you do doesn't work. And then there's a third of the time where it's just a normal day. Nothing extremely good, nothing extremely bad. And you just have to normalize these setbacks by looking at it from the rule of thirds. So I've asked you to think about the disruption that you have faced in your life that has been the most significant as a challenge to where you're headed in your next adventure. We talked about what Wilbur and Orville Wright actually did and what we face, you know, the 10 natural things that we face in in life. And then we looked at the barriers that we face internally when we're trying to make something significant happen in our lives. What I want to do in closing, I put together a list of 10 things that we need in order to push forward, even in the face of adversity. And I want you to take each of these 10 and ask yourself, do I have a healthy measure of each of these in my life? Number one, resilience. What is resilience? It's the ability to recover from setbacks and adapt to changing circumstances. This is essential for overcoming adversity. What kind of resilience do you have? How are you able to bounce back and adapt? Number two, a strong support system. When you have a network of supportive friends, family, or mentors, 
they can provide this encouragement and advice and resources that you need to navigate your challenges. This is what I love about the coaching groups that I do where we engage in what is called a feed forward exercise. One person just shares, this is what I'm facing. This is what I'm trying to accomplish. And then one by one, the other members of the group share a simple suggestion. That's it. So you go around the room and you've received suggestions from three, four, five different perspectives. And then you go to the next person and they say, this is what I'm working on. And you go around the room sharing your suggestions. That's a powerful, powerful thing in the life of someone who is trying to make progress and move the needle toward their aspirations. Number three, clear goals and a clear purpose. I can't under or overstate the importance of clear goals. Now, listen, there's a difference between aspirations and goals. You have to listen to the previous episode on the podcast for more details, but there's a difference between aspirations and goals. Aspirations are a little more general, but they give you the direction that you're going to go. 10 years from now, I'm going to be debt-free. That's an example of an aspiration. But then you break it down to, okay, for the next three months, where do I need to be relative to that aspiration? Well, I need to pay off this credit card. That's very clear and distinct, and it has purpose because it's rooted in your aspiration of being debt-free. So number three is clear goals and a purpose. Number four, problem-solving skills. You've got to have a healthy measure of the ability to solve problems, to identify, analyze, and creatively address challenges is crucial for overcoming adversity and moving forward. Number five, a positive mindset, a growth mindset, maintaining a growth attitude, a positive attitude, and focusing on your strengths can help you remain optimistic and persistent when facing your difficulties. How much positive mindset do you have? Number six, emotional intelligence. Being able to manage and regulate your emotions like stress and frustration, this is important for maintaining motivation and resilience in the face of adversity. Number seven, adaptability. Embracing change and being open to new approaches can enable you to find alternative solutions to challenges and better cope with adversity. Listen, this is the reason we go with aspirations and goals. Goals, you focus on that goal for a period of time, a sprint of time, but then you pull back after that sprint and say, what did I learn and how can I take what I've learned and leverage it forward? Make some course corrections. Think of your next adventure like you're in a boat and you're on a lake and you're on one side of the lake and you're trying to go to, to a very specific place on the other side of the lake. The journey from where you're at to where you're headed is going to be filled with shifting winds. And what? let's say it's a sailboat. You don't have a motor, but you have sails. What you do is you trim the sails relative to the winds. If you didn't do that, then you would simply go wherever the wind took you and it would be wildly off where you want to go. So adaptability is like trimming your sails on your sailboat 
relative to the shifting winds. So as things happen, of course, you're going to do things different because there may be an adversity that you've got to overcome that requires something different of you. Or it just means you need to adjust a, an action, but whatever it is, what you're doing is you're adapting. Now this is totally different from flavor of the month. That's just letting the winds take you wherever you want. Adaptability, true adaptability maintains a connection to the aspiration. Number eight, self-confidence. How much do you believe in your abilities and trust yourself to navigate challenges? When you believe in your, your abilities and you trust yourself to navigate challenges, it provides the determination you need to push forward. Number nine, patience. And this is difficult. You know, every day we wake up, we have a microwave. We have a toothbrush that spins. We have news at the tip of our fingers. We have so much that is giving us instant information. And I'm not saying that's bad, but when it gets you into this mode that you can't be patient enough to stay in it for the long haul, then it becomes a challenge. Recognize that progress is going to be slow or and incremental and patience is necessary throughout the process. Number 10, self-compassion. You have to have self-compassion to acknowledge your struggles without self-judgment. Listen, let's say you fail at something in the midst of your journey. You can either lament and be hard on yourself, or you can have compassion and say, okay, I failed. I'm not a failure. I am a brilliant, muddled genius that has failed. And I'm going to learn from that failure and I'll pick myself up and I'm worth it. And I'm going to keep going. Self-compassion. When you're not compassionate with yourself, you only delay your progress toward your aspirations. It just, it just slows you down. But when you can absorb the failure and see it as a small part of the bigger picture, and you can have that compassion for yourself to pick up and keep going, that gives you resilience during challenging times. So I'm going to list those one more time. Think about how much capacity you have for each of these. Number one, resilience. Number two, a strong support system. Number three, clear goals and purpose. Number four, problem-solving skill. Number five, a positive mindset, a growth perspective, not a limiting perspective. Number six, emotional intelligence. Number seven, adaptability. Number eight, self-confidence. Number nine, patience. And number 10, self-compassion. I hope this episode has helped you to get a better perspective from a higher uh, context of what you're trying to accomplish, because I can guarantee two things. It will not come easy, 
And number two, you can persevere. I'll see you on the next episode. This has been another episode of the Serve Strong, Finish Strong podcast. I take your time very seriously. Therefore, my pledge is to continue bringing you information and insight you need to be successful in your adventure as you finish strong. Be sure to check the show notes for the information related in this episode. Subscribe to be notified when new shows drop and leave a review if you're so inclined. I'll talk to you next time. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.